This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Ken. Yes, folks, I am representing Ken's, and we have a Barbie and another Ken today, because what are we talking about? We're talking about the Barbie movie. That's right, folks. Barbie has just hit theaters, directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And we're here to talk and review the Barbie movie and what an experience it was. But before we begin, we have to first put a little disclaimer. This is just simply a review, not a promotion of this film. And we stand in solidarity with the actors and the writers and everything that's going on right now. So just had to put out that disclaimer real quick. This is simply a review and make sure you're doing everything you can to support them. With that said, this is the Barbie movie. I'm not alone to talk about the Barbie movie. With me is always is Dr. Ken attorney, Dr. Ken Barbie. I am Kenuff, as they say. that's great that's great we love to hear it we love to see it that's the mentality we should all be striving for okay uh we are not alone in this adventure we have one soul barbie joining us let's see which barbie is joining or coming out of the box this time around hi i'm dr rika from the yonko table and you're not watching disney channel right let's get into it goodness gracious the barbie movie relatively speechless lost for words uh just like the doll that i'm based on uh just a great overly enjoyable film um goodness dr barbie what did you think dr barbie uh overall thoughts coming out of this film well i'll start with um I believe was it the air podcast where I gave an entire rant about my concerns with IP in Hollywood. And I feel that it is only fair that if I offer criticism and concern that I also offer praise because I really enjoyed my time watching this movie. Um, I think I have a personal vested interest uh, in Greta Gerwig's just entire filmography. I've enjoyed everything that she's made thus far. Um, and this is one that is included in enjoying everything thus far. So uh, I'm excited to, to be here to talk about it. 
Yes, very well said. Greta Gerwig, goodness gracious. Um, I don't think she can do any wrong as far as she's proven so far. Uh, but yes, not without critique. There's there's some simple critiques, I'm sure, to be had here. Um, and that's okay. But yeah, overall, very enjoyable. Dr. Ken Attorney, uh, do you feel similar sentiments coming out of this movie? I I do want to point out that uh, whenever you Google anyone that's involved in the Barbie movie, they have a little animation effect that sparkles everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. Like so, if you Google Barbie or if you Google Greta Gerwig, uh, you'll get a little a little Barbie uh, sparkle. I like that. That's kind of nice. Um, They're not but doing yes. it for everyone. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just looked up Shooty. Uh, here, let me see if Margo. Let me see. I mean, Margo has no, no love for Shooties, Ken. That's okay. Oh, Margo's got it too. Margo's got it too. Um, but uh, no, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for Barbie. Uh, I I, I wasn't. Oh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Everyone's got it. Oh, none um, for Kingsley Benadire. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'm here for Barbie. I, I was one of those that was not like too hyped with uh, the Barbie trailers. I, I wanted to see it, but I, I did see um, I, I, I did see some foaming at the mouth whenever a new trailer for Barbie would drop, and I'll be like, "Damn it! People are really excited to go see Barbie. This this has to be the next big thing for the summer." Uh, I just wasn't seeing it from the trailers, but now having seen the movie, it's it's a fun film. Um, I, I, I think it has its fair share of problems, but overall, I, I, I think this is one you need to go see first before you go see uh, the other big blockbuster this weekend. Oh, you're trying to pit the two against each other. It's Barbenheimer which, week, baby. Barbenheimer week. We haven't had a week like this since 2008. Uh, goodness, how long ago is that? The Mama uh, Night? Mama Night or the Dark mama the dark the mama. dark mia the the dark mia sure mm. um yes what a week uh we have here um but yes barbie movie uh whether you choose to see it first or not that's on you but i don't think you'll be disappointed um but how do we get here this is crazy that we're here uh we, you know earlier in the year we talked about how you know just kind of movies are heading in a weird direction a different direction uh, I think we talked about this a little bit when we talked about Air, uh, when we had, you know, a movie about the making of Nike uh, or the Air Jordan. Uh, you know, we're getting these brand films. Is that what you called it, Dr. Barbie? Brand films? Uh, yeah, IP? some that are like attached to IP, some that are attached to brands. I think, frankly, they're doing anything possible to center a movie around something that people already have familiarity with in the hopes that that will get into the theater hmm. and i get that i guess from a business standpoint my worry which is what i expressed uh you know a couple months ago is how will the creativity be able to like exist alongside that business prospect and I think something that I did appreciate about this film, and I, I agree, I think both of you already alluded to, there's some, some criticisms, things that I wish maybe was a little bit different. Um, but overall, what I really appreciate is that Greta kind of took a swing and mm. saw what was possible. And I think 
a lot works for me. I could see ways in which it may not work for other people or they may not connect to it as much because I think there's some satire elements, there's some comedy, there's a little bit of, of uh, you know, heart, which is always embedded in a lot of Greta's movies. But I think my my concern is if we, we make brand based movies or IP driven, you know, movies or continuously making all these remakes and sequels without trying to make it fresh or trying to take risk. And that's what felt a little different and, and something that I could appreciate about at least what Barbie tried to do. I, I've tried. Uh, can we say it succeeded? Um, as far as you said, Greta Gerwig took a swing. Uh, how do we add the creativity into these films, these brand films these ips across across the table i think i think y'all disagree or not the creativity was here mm. this was it i think this is how you do it um this is the standard for you know taking this ip how to make it original add this flair of creativity and just overall be fun i i definitely had more fun here than I did mm. in the Air Jordan film, uh, oh. for sure. Uh, and then also too, this is such a departure from Greta Gerwig. If you are familiar with Greta Gerwig, Doctor yeah. Barbie, I know you are. Doctor Ken, are you familiar with the work of Greta Gerwig? I unfortunately am not, but I'm sure you're about to tell me. I mean, uh, listen. Uh, been make. I mean, I'm sure Dr. Barbie could say, speak more about her than I can. I am a proponent of Little Women, and that was a phenomenal film. And funny enough, you know, that that's like the second remake of that film. And I don't know, what Greta Gerwig did behind the director's chair, I don't know, you're just really engaged with the stories and the characters. I think she really takes her time with fleshing out, you know, you know, like Barbie's, 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 Barbie's Barbie. Who knew Barbie had depth? Who knew? Who knew? Layers I think Greta like Gerwig. I think yeah, like an onion. I think Greta Gerwig knows how to explore character pieces and really well thought out. So I'm a proponent of Little Women. That's all I can say. Uh, but we also got to give a shout out to Noah Boombach, uh, co-writer, uh, scripted the Barbie film as well. Uh, I think he's collaborated with Greta before as well. Uh, yeah, they're partners. Oh, yeah, okay, they're partners. They're partners. Mm -hmm. Great. Cool. Um was this I don't know. Can we can we are we are we here to give credit to Greta Gerwig where credit is due? Can we do that real quick before we deep dive this thing? I mean, absolutely. Uh for those who maybe aren't as familiar, I hope that you are if you're listening to this podcast. And <clears throat> if you're not, uh, this is her third feature film. So mm. she started off as an actress. You may have seen her in films like 20th Century Woman, uh, Frances Ha. Um, and her first feature debut was, was Lady Bird, uh, which she followed up then with uh, Little Women. Uh, and then this is now her third film. And all of her films center around experiences of women uh, and girls at different stages. So Lady Bird is very much focused on adolescence and like late teenage years, kind of coming of age uh, in the early 2000s. Um, of course, Little Women is based off of the book and it explores both like younger years, adolescence and kind of being an adult. And then of course we have Barbie here, which 
includes a lot of those same elements. So there's a pattern here of her really centering stories um, and experiences of women. And I always feel like after each film that I've watched by her, by her that she genuinely cares and is invested in giving you um, something, something to think about in terms of like what it's like to be a girl, what it's like to be a, a woman navigating relationships and life and change and transition and identity and that's something i really appreciate that like it is fully embodied that uh, and also in a way that doesn't feel like i don't feel heavy leaving any of her films like there's a message that feels very resonant i think even in, in there's a particular scene that i could speak to a little later um but i'm like oh yes that like I feel that so deeply, but it, it it's felt in a way that is almost like um, you, I feel seen like, oh, OK, this particular line or the, this bit of dialogue or this interaction between characters, um, I, I can see how that's shown up in my own life. So it doesn't feel like there there's a heaviness in addressing some of the the challenges uh, that are faced. So I, I think I just really, really appreciate Greta. Uh, and I'm excited by her as a writer, by her as a director, as a creator in general, as an artist. Um, and she's one that I, I will always show up into the theater um, to, to see what it is that she, she's got for us. Yeah, and I think she was the perfect pick for this film for all the reasons that she said. Uh, yeah, she you didn't want uh, Amy Schumer? No. 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 <laughs> And that's all right. Uh, In an alternate reality, we got Amy Schumer instead of Greta. I don't think Amy Schumer was attached to directing, though. Just starring. And, and writing. Uh, and writing, right. But, but again, I've heard mixed things about why she had to exit. I heard it wasn't much of a celebration of Barbie, which at the core of this film feels like a great celebration of Barbie as an IP, as a toy as a icon as whatever you want to call it they uh i think this serve really lifts it up but at the at the core of this too there's a giant like what's the word push or celebration of femininity or uh womanhood or what it means to be a woman as dr rica said just greta gerwig nailing what it feels like um not to say that i'm over here like man i i get it <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get it, but I can empathize. I, I see what's going on here. And I think one thing I liked about this movie was they were not subtle with it. Mm. And I think that plays to the comedy that was showcased in the film. They're like, here's the message. If y'all don't get it by the end of the film, you missed the whole point. They said they're going to beat this in, but they beat it in in a great comedic way with a lot of heart and i appreciate i appreciated that approach were y'all fans of the very direct approach or would you have performed more subtle route that's revealed throughout the film you when you say direct you mean they told you scene, what was going on that they one told scene you. with the i i like the more subtlety um i think that leads to more creativity and how like the message that was being sent throughout the movie can um be portrayed in i i i think this way with every movie if you have to pause 
I guess, the narrative and then just explicitly say what the purpose of the message is. I don't know. The, to me, that just kind of comes off as a little too preachy. I I like digging for it. I like digging for it. And I feel like digging for it throughout the movie because I, I feel like Greta did a pretty good job layering all the interactions with Ken and Barbie and, uh, you know, women expectations and men expectations. I liked reading between the lines and seeing like, oh, wow, this is what she's actually trying to say. And I, I like I like it being up to interpretation. But then when you get to that scene where it's just straight up, she's telling you everything that is, uh, you know, the message of the film. I'm like, eh. it was funny. It, it, it was definitely funny. Uh, but that's where I was uh, for me at least I was kind of I was kind of pulled out a little bit but then I was pulled I was pulled back in right after that because the movie even kept on going um but that's just me in in regards to that scene are are we are, are I'm we not even sure what scene, scene you're talking about I have no idea what scene you're talking about I I literally asked you before I <laughs> I, I don't I don't I are you talking about the ending of the movie? When you say like direct approach like what do you mean uh do you mean like uh I I feel the the message was very clear from the beginning like there was no digging okay just right i'm the scene i was talking about was uh in particular with the the mom uh towards um with barbie uh, with barbie and she's telling her like um like all the expectations of women oh and how, that that scene in particular no, we will come back to that scene. I because... thought you were referring to that as direct approach versus the subtlety throughout. I the mean, rest if, of if the film. you think you got it, if you, I don't think the film was subtle at all. I, it, oh god, I, yeah, we'll get into it when we uh, talk about like the plot of the film. Sure, but sure. I, I feel like it was subtle in the right ways. Like it wasn't in your face, but at the same time, it wasn't too hard to dig for. I, I don't know. That was just me. Uh, but then when you get to that scene, they just outright say. This is what it's about. I think that it offered both. I think there is subtlety in terms of like what it means to be vulnerable and who's allowed to be vulnerable and who is not. And, and how people perceive like what life and change looks like and how that impacts you and how you consider what you want to do with your time in your life and who you want in your life to spend that time with and so I, I think there's like some existential ideas that feel a little bit more subtle and then some that feel like she literally asks about you know do y'all think about death so that feels a bit more direct and and, and then I, I think there are some plays on like we are now talking about patriarchy and that is very direct because we're literally using the word patriarchy and kind of displaying that but i think they give you a bit of both in terms of there is like a subtle underpinning uh, that that's built on until we get to barbie and ken's like last scene together um and then there is something that feels a bit more um overt and i think because they are more humorous with the over messaging as far as like he's reading these books and he's showing up at like different workplaces and trying to get jobs and like is is learning about patriarchy along the way and that's very loud and i think that's purposeful and, and frankly I, I i really enjoyed it and found that to be funny um but i feel like the film gives like at least for me 
gave both something that felt very over and then something that was a little bit more subtle and open for interpretation based off of whatever you felt most connected to. So what we have, we have a layered film here, layered film with subtlety, layered film with nail you on the head. It works. Somehow it works. What made it work? Let's get into this film. All right. Multiple things happen in here. Let's start off with, with the beginning. Okay. Uh, we're in Barbie land. Barbie land is a mythical, magical place that is not that mythical. People know about it uh, where everything's great. Uh, uh, they beach all day. They party all night. And women are in charge. Women are in charge. Let me go off and first say Barbie land might be one of the greatest set pieces i ever seen it's so good yes all practical it is, it is excellent it's so good love it's the costuming the set pieces the ah uh, like the it's so colorful and yes. beautiful and yeah it, it's great it, it looked really really wonderful and i i had barbies growing up and i loved my barbies and it just like even some of the set pieces like the is it the like the medical doctor little office oh um, the, the little that, unfoldable yes, yes, yes. unfold that mm. i had one of those like <laughs> ugh, it was great so nostalgic um dr ken uh you mentioned um what did, what did you mention earlier what oh my god I mentioned um, the pink, the pink, the amount the of pink, pink shortage that the pink shortage. Oh, right. I believe it. I believe it. When you see these set pieces, um, <laughs> it's very colorful. And when you learn that there was like a worldwide, uh, pink paint shortage. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely do. <laughs> and, 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 and it was all for the better because yes, I, I do agree that, th that this is some of the best set pieces we've had um in films and in, in recent memory all all practical it looked like i mean that that looked like a a, a toy a toy box mm -hmm. come to life, come to life. Yeah. that's what i loved about it the ocean was literally like all plasticky and had like <laughs> little waves i like that it wasn't real water um the whole thing with like the food and it was all like fake and with the water i perfect perfect i i I, I love that element about it I think there's a lot of fun to be had when they're poking fun at the fact that Barbie is a toy and mm -hmm. they're they're not treating this world as if it's a real world. They are still toys. They are just portrayed by real life people. And I I, I think that's such a great gimmick. I, I had a lot of fun with it, like the dog and its fake poop. Um, <laughs> Every time her legs bent it would bend the way like a Barbie's legs would bend because oh, you yep. only bend from the hip bone up. <laughs> I, mean, I thought um, that was cool. Might be going getting a little head, but you know, the fact that they acknowledge that they don't have genitals, I think <laughs> is also hilarious. Um, <laughs> I love the, the fact that, you know, the, the cutting of my hair, I definitely cut my Barbie's hair. You know, I, I thought I was some kind of hairdresser. And it was time, you know, for change. So <laughs> felt you had your own weird Barbie. Yeah. I did. I did. I absolutely did. I think everybody's I've I've cut 
toys, hairs before. No, not necessarily uh, Barbies. What toy? I, I, I promise Optimus you. Optimus Prime's hair? I, I think as a any child, give them some scissors. They're going to find some hair to cut. Okay. <laughs> That's a very real thing. That's a very real thing. Mm. Um, action figures had hair. I don't know if it was lifelike like Barbie, but I'm telling you, give me a pair of scissors when I was four years old. I'm going to cut something. Okay. Uh, the inhabitants of Barbie land are let's let's run through the inhabitants. We have Margot Barbie. Robbie as stereotypical Barbie. I love how they had to point that out. Oh, who else we got in this film? There's Barbie. Uh, there's also Barbie. Yeah, did you see Barbie? I did see Barbie. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know she was in this movie. Yeah, um, there's also Barbie. Mm. And there's Mitch. <laughs> uh, no one likes Midge. No, the the, the CEOs don't like Midge. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like her either. They, they, they were shunning her away, weren't they? They, they, um, they acknowledge Midge. I, um, or no, it was Alan. Alan was the one they were shunning Alan, away. nobody really likes Alan that much. Uh, apart from Alan, though, because who cares about Alan? There's Ken. And there's also Ken. Yeah, I saw Ken in there. Right. As well. yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. I saw Ken too. Mm-hmm. Sugar Daddy Ken. Uh, Magical I think that's Ian it. Ken? Oh, yes. Yes. That one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was it for the Barbie. We got Day. a brief. Yeah, we got a brief skipper. 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 Briefly. Mm-hmm. Another, another great addition. I love that. I love their, again, they're playing with a toy box come to life. You know, they got, they get so creative making these dolls and figures that they can't bother to give anybody else a new name. That's just that Barbie. That's just that Ken. There's Alan. Uh, And I love that they're playing with it and they're having fun. One thing about, again, they're having a lot of fun with this film. Uh, And life in Barbie land is perfect. Uh, up until stereotypical Barbie uh, during her wonderfully choreographed dance number to Dua Lipa's uh, what's the name of that song? I was just playing it in the car. Uh, hold the phone. Hold up. That song is my yeah. probably one of my new favorite. Dance the night. Dance. The night. I oh, love it. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. She has an existential moment. Does anyone ever think about death? And that kick starts the movie. Um, goodness, I love. I, I feel like I'm ranting. Let me know if I'm ranting. Let me know if you need to interject or say anything. Uh, what? Uh, we good? We're okay? I'm going to keep no, going. No, you're, you're exhibiting a lot of Kenergy right now. Am I giving Kenergy? Yeah, you got this some good we're getting? Kenergy. Okay, mm-hmm. this is where we're going. Okay. Um, sure, Kennergy. Uh, Barbie is noticing these changes within her world. She needs to figure out why Lizzo's not singing a great number to her waking up out of bed. That was hilarious. See, this stuff is great. <laughs> like, this is fun. This is fun. If this is a toy box come to life, somebody played the Barbie stereo uh, cassette tape with Lizzo on it, and boom, it's narrating. The whole thing. So creative. Mind you, Helen Mirren is here too, narrating everything as well. Uh, Lady Hel- Helen Mirren, Dame Helen Mirren. Love it. 
love. Oh, we didn't even talk about the opening with the 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, I mean, that was in the trailer. Okay, I don't think they showed the smashing, though. The no, smashing they did. Was good. They did. The smashing of the dolls? The smashing of the dolls where the girls, like, slam. Yeah, that was in the trailer. Oh, well, it was not, great. Not the initial trailer, but yeah. Oh, okay. It was great. Uh, dolls. W women, you have to be mothers. That's your one purpose. Here's a doll to learn how to be a mother. Barbie changed everything. Barbie changed everything. I don't think people realize how much Barbie changed. Or did it change everything? That's what this movie asked. And what a great question. What a great question. Because Barbie here, Margot Robbie, I get it. She wants that perfect life. That perfect life. She's perfect, you know? Because perfection, it comes easy to the Barbies. But as weird Barbie that they say behind her back into her face says, you got to go to the real world. You got to figure out what's going on. Somebody's playing with you. Somebody's playing with you. And you got to get to the bottom of this. Or our world is collapsing. Or something. It That's the plot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a plot. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 I, I like this. Uh again, everything feels so kind of I feel there's this commentary on like uh purpose and you know. I feel we talk about this with Toy Story too. Uh, we we when he did, we did our little Pixar deep dive, we talked about oh, the Toy wow. Story films. Yes, yes. Wow, yeah. Um, get there. Nino Desplazado on here. There's this commentary about you know the purpose of these toys. Like they exceed just being a toy. Right. It ain't just that. You know, it's so fascinating. Um, not to get too much into what my job does. I just did this training um, about just imagining what type of future that you want for yourself. And I think it's interesting how toys allow for that creativity and for people to imagine, I don't know, different scenarios that they want. And then at some point, you know, as we grow older, we find different ways to, um, I don't know, find meaning, which is, is kind of an underpinning of, and then oh, eventually there is some, some dialogue and conversation about what it means to exist and how to create meaning and, and finding things that feel connecting to you in your life. So I, I think there is something to this idea of like what toys are. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Offer kids, and maybe even adults, um, and how you can see yourself in toys um and then when it starts to change and what it means when it starts to change because i think that feels like a, a big piece of, of what this movie explores so i do like that you brought up kind of toy story and what they they're able to do in that i think there are four movies but specifically in the trilogy at least
Yes, the in the in the original. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think uh this movie, yeah, even as you said like uh when you become an adult, what do toys mean? You know, there's this uh I don't know, toys are like escapism. Toys are very you know, it's a break from reality, which a lot of this film felt like uh, a break from reality. And we get that when Barbie arrives in reality. Uh, we, I think us as an audience are drawn back into this is the actual real world. It's not as fun. It's not as colorful. Uh, you know? I, I have so many thoughts about the, the initial scene as far as them uh, rollerblading. There was some dialogue oh. <laughs> about mm. how she was like, you know, the the differences between how ken and barbie were responding and yes. like this feels like there's something kind of like with an underpinning of violence going on here and i was just in the theater like yeah <laughs> it's the experience and uh no i just i found that to be from them going from the rollerblading to like the cowboy outfits there was just a lot there of her kind of getting thrust into the real world that felt very like mm-hmm, that is what it's like yeah and it's so unfortunate that it is like a it's just kind of a reality like yeah i like i i there are certain things that i experience and understand but like dampen for the sake of like trying to navigate my life and move forward and do what i need to do so it's so interesting seeing somebody in a context where like this is the first time they're experiencing it so they pointed out as like oh this is like extremely like screwed up like why are people treating me in this way and so i i thought that was such an interesting um like yeah piece of like th- throwing her you know from barbie land into <laughs> into the real world and i i feel that we've seen similar plots uh, before with this, uh, let's take these cartoon characters, take these toys, let's put them in the real world, let's see how they react. But oh, and, you know, what's that movie with uh, Fat Albert? Uh, no, Tyra Banks, the original. Oh, life Li- life, life size, size, which a lot of people are trying to compare it to. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did life size walk so Barbie can run? I don't think so. I think life size <laughs> no, is mean, put some respect. Different thing. <laughs> Yes, completely different things. I think Life Size just said, here's a toy who don't understand nothing. All right. Barbie comes into the real world and she says, women are not what, uh, it's not as it's perceived to be in Barbie world as far as what we represent as women. Why? What's going on? And I'm I'm glad they went with that route in this movie because my biggest fear, and I feel like the trailers don't, do it enough justice my biggest fear with this movie was it was just gonna be another fish out of water type of story like you know barbie manages to escape barbie land and now she's in the real world but oh no the real world is not the same as her world so now she has to adjust but look at all these silly antics that she gets into i like the minimal time we spend in the human world uh, because then we get back to Barbie land literally not uh, too soon after that. And I, I I like that we get to jump into the area that we actually want to see. I, I was 
I was telling Grandmaster Ken after the theater, I'm like, wow, I can't believe Barbie did it first before Sonic, before Transformers, <laughs> where they understand that we want to see the titular characters in their home habitat. I don't care about the real world or the humans, e even though there, there are some likable humans in this in this movie. But I like that um, the writers, directors for this particular film, they recognize people want to see the Barbies and the Kens and all the other characters, the Allen, the one Allen, uh, just get into shenanigans, in particular in Barbie land. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so I, I I love that, and I feel like you know if people were kind of hesitant based on the the way the trailers were seeming to be, because I I thought it was going to be that type of movie. I thought it was going to be a fish out of water story, and I feel like the the movie really isn't that. Um, it's a lot better than that. Yes. Uh. So yeah. Fat Fat, fat Albert can eat shit. Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I hate to be mean. <laughs> You're right, but <laughs> it's another. Thing. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Let me stop. Yes, they spend enough time in the human world to get what they need to get it back on track in the Barbie world. So what we learn? Well, it, it, what an interesting ride, you know. As you said, like when we do the line lineup of Ken and Barbie as what they are experiencing, you know, Barbie's mm -hmm. learning about you know the women as how they are actually perceived in this world and what they actually think of Barbie when she has the conversation with uh what's her name up and coming rising star Ariana Greenblatt uh great little conversation with her uh got called a fascist might be a bit too far but you know so and then you know on the other half you got Ken the patriarchy, the patriarchy, that's that's great. Horses. Horses. Uh Brett Michaels looking outfit. It uh, was. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. I was like, is that Brett Michaels? I feel it's giving Brett Michaels. All right. Got that. Uh people ask Ken what the time is. Ken's loving it. Uh, and I think that sets up a perfect, you know, in the third act as far as you know how Ken feels. Because one thing the trailers did not reveal, I don't want to call Ken a villain, but Ken is a pseudo villain or, you know, antagonist. An antagonistic force. Sure. Yeah, and I would say, too, I, I thought what they ultimately did with Ken was so interesting. Uh, you have, frankly, what I think happens a lot. I You could probably open up Twitter and see just discourse about, like, dating and and you know how people act whenever they potentially like somebody and so you you are introduced to ken uh, as him being like super infatuated with barbie and like you know it's barbie and ken and i have to be like really invested in her and there's really nothing about me that that i pour into and so when he's exposed to all these you know other possibilities despite those possibilities being toxic um Oh, hella toxic. There is this, like, I think he tries to take this opportunity to to figure out and find himself in not 
a healthy way and then we see the ramifications of that and and how that that starts to turn his relationship with barbie um into a completely different direction um but i i just just thought it was really fascinating that yes they're they i would say the the villain here is the patriarchy <laughs> but <laughs> you could see that that frankly i think one of the messages is that like these larger systems don't just negatively impact you know one group of people it has a negative impact on everybody yeah and so we we saw that with ken kind of turning into a you know a jerk <laughs> um not the most pleasant to be around i don't even know if jerk is the right word uh he done took over a whole country a <laughs> land uh the kendom he said he said i gotta come back and rally the troops in rally he did we, um, we, we've been doing it wrong women shouldn't be in charge <laughs> quite 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 and that's what i'm talking about nailing it on the head they just said patriarchy's bad they're eventually going to come for everybody women don't get comfortable you got ken's coming i i find that again it's I, patriarchy is not hilarious this movie is hilarious okay let's get one thing straight okay um we also get introduced to america ferrera who dare i say might be the breakout star for me uh in this movie who is that oh my god you're Help telling me out. maybe there are listeners i don't know okay america ferrera as we know ugly betty, si ugly betty. Ooh. Mm -hmm. okay um, ugly betty uh astrid from the how to train your dragon franchise she's astrid. Uh, she is astrid yes she has is. a golden globe she mm -hmm. has a golden a SAG. Glo she's got Ooh. an emmy Ooh. Um, uh superstore that Super one too Store. i was just about to say that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh plays our human protagonist the mother <laughs> uh yes and proves that hey I love Barbie, and even as an adult. And you know, why can't Barbie represent everyday people? Why does Barbie got to be perfect? Women aren't perfect. Women have cellulite. Hell, even men have cellulite. Okay, I think. Pretty sure yeah, that's true. Literally. Okay. Yes. Each body is diverse in its experiences and everyone has imperfection uh that's just how life is right and we all have deep analytical thoughts and that's okay some of us just trying to make it day by day why can't we have that in barbie and you have people like will ferrell uh who again <laughs> i think perfect casting casting him as the ceo of mattel uh, and that's literally his name in the movie, the CEO of Mattel. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Giving uh, off the Lego Lego movie vibe. Lord Business, right. Lord Business. Yes. Well, was that his name in Lego movie? Yes, that was his name in the Lego movie, <laughs> Lord Business. They literally typecasted him. Well, he's Lord Business, but then he puts on his evil helmet and then he becomes president. No, I'm sorry. He's President Business and then he's Lord Business. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, Perfect that's casting. Funny. Perfect it was casting. perfect casting. Uh, <laughs> get in the box, Jezebel! <laughs> oh, can we, can we not say that? <laughs> I did think, uh, again, it was very funny that, uh, of course, the entire executive 
And, and this is very much like intentional, uh, the executive board and uh, all men making a product um, geared at least towards girls and women. So mm. there was a CEO in the 90s and a time before that. Well, <laughs> so at least we, two. At least two. <laughs> oh, man. No, he was perfect. He, he was perfect. The uh, I, did, I, I think I think the the casting in this film is top notch. Uh, I mean, we haven't even really talked about Margot really yet. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say, did we mention Ariana Greenblatt, the the daughter? Yeah, we, we mentioned her. We oh, okay, her. okay. Did, did you know she played young Gamora in Infinity War? I did War? know that. I did and, not yeah. know that. I knew she looked. I I recognized her from something. I'm like, where have I seen this child? You before? recognized her under that green skin. I swear to God, I did. Because I'm like, who is this? I I've seen. I think I even did. I ask you about her in the theater. Maybe not. Nope. I I recognize. I'm like, who is she? I don't. Oh, understand. you asked. You asked about Alexandra Ship. Uh, at least who, that's who I thought you were talking about. Who is she? She's one of the Barbies. Oh, okay. I think. Okay, yeah, I, I I think I know which one. A lot of them she's, look recognizable. She's she's Nobel Peace Prize, uh, Barbie. Nobel Peace. Okay, yes, Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, yes. I don't recognize her from any other uh, works, but I feel well, like I've Ari seen Ariana her Greenblatt was also in um in the Heights. She plays young another. She plays another young version. She plays the young version of uh, Nina. So yeah, I, I I gotta give Margot Robbie her flowers here, and I know a film like this is gonna get. I, I mean, I really hope it does not get overlooked. But I really enjoyed Margot Robbie throughout this whole entire movie. Like I felt she was given the right emotions, uh, various times throughout. She's really good at crying. I, I was really falling for the tears, um, and she's she's funny. She's genuinely funny. Uh, what what would you think of her? uh dr barbie yeah i i have um i believe the first thing that i recall seeing her in was probably wolf of wall street i think that was her first big starring role yeah i think she was in like uh she was a series regular in uh i think maybe an australian based tv show but i could be wrong but yeah wolf of wall street i think was the big like hollywood feature film like where lots of people are gonna get eyes on on her and her performance um and so that's the first time i can really just recall seeing her and she's had such an array of like films that she's been in since like stuff that are like big blockbusters of course we know she's harley quinn you know we've seen her in, in the various suicide squad aviations um but she's been in things like that some smaller films like i think you you briefly brought up i Tanya, um and she was in Babylon, which I, I don't know if you would count that. Like, it, it was a very big production, uh, but certainly didn't make a, as much of a noise as folks thought it would in this last award season. And um, and so she has had her hand in a variety of different genres. I, I think more recently, she's been producing a lot more mm. um, and, and has been, um, yeah, I think just very much present uh, as a as a figure in Hollywood is not only an actress but a producer as well and so I I thought she was great in the role and uh, I think there was this this balance of her being really funny and um, having like these quips and, and trying to figure out kind of the like 
I am Barbie, but maybe am I something else? And oh, what do I do with you know all this new knowledge and these uh, different reflections I'm having about myself in life? Um, and so there was like the, these funny elements, but also like a, a lot of heart. Um, and you know, I could like really feel for her that like you, yeah, change is hard, and and if you haven't experienced it before, like. And she truly hasn't, because as we see in the very beginning of the movie, her every single day is the same for her. Um, that I think it was, uh, I think it was fun seeing her journey uh, throughout the film. So. No, agree, agree. Uh, Doctor Ken, are you feeling similar about Margot Robbie and her performance? Oh, she was great. She was fantastic. I'm kind of with you on there with the um, the whole like when when she was getting teary-eyed in certain scenes i'm like oh are we there already <laughs> uh no she was she was selling it she was selling it. she was doing really really well um because like you 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 felt for her in, in some of those scenes um she 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 felt lost <laughs> she didn't know what she needed to be what she wanted to be um and I feel like at some in some stage, a lot of us have been through something like that uh, at some stage in life. Um, so it was it, she she was perfect, perfectly casted for the role. A a Amy Schumer could never, <laughs> never. Oh gosh, leave her alone. <laughs> no, no, no. It needs to be said. I'm sorry. <laughs> in an alternate reality, we got a different movie. Uh, yes, we did. We did. Uh, who would have thought Barbie could make just this nice parallel to this real world ism that we got going on as a character and as a film as a whole? Uh, very well done. Very well done. Uh, there's a lot of silliness still to be had with the human uh, world sequences. Uh, again, it's it's a zany film and it knows it's zany. So I'm glad even in the human world, it plays to the zaniness. Will Ferrell chasing them around that building, I thought was comedic gold. Uh, it's just so stupid. He's like, let me climb over the cubicle. Uh, it's faster. It wasn't. Uh, it's just silly, just silly stuff going on. That was all um, improv. I think it was all improv. The whole, uh, the turnstile. Oh, uh, he's like, oh, we need our key card. We need our key card. Yeah. <laughs> the turnstile was funny. Um, I think the, yeah, there was a lot of silliness within the, the human world. And then upon returning to kind of Barbie world, I, I think I keep toggling back and forth between Barbie world and Barbie land, but. Uh, Which is, uh, like is it Barbie land or Barbie world? Which Barbie one is land, it? Barbie land. Okay. I, I just keep going back and forth. It's one of those, but regardless, when I get back and there is this like, western saloon horse um, focus the, of the kens yes that, that really cracked me up that, that really cracked me up uh what is it pour me a brewski barbie a brewski beer, beer me barbie brew brewski yes beer? but did, what did they say they were there was a lot of like multiple of the same words being used so like Dojo Casa House. <laughs> Dojo Ken's Dojo Casa House. Um, 
I, I really loved this part of the film. I thought, you know, as much as there is a celebration, I feel of like womanhood. I'm so glad they called out some of these toxic traits of men that I've recognized in myself too. Um, not that it's even toxic, but like, uh, just borderline could be just annoying. Um, this was a fun bit part of the movie. I, I really like that we actually spent time here. I feel in any other movie like Fat Albert, the world is going the 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 cartoon world is going to shit, and the moment Fat Albert gets back, it's saved again. <laughs> That's not what happened here. Uh, it went to shit. Fat Albert is just catching strays. Um, fine. Here, Rocky and Rocky and Bullwinkle. What? 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 Oh, uh, you shall I? Well. <laughs> What else is there? I, I, I have little to I'm work sorry. with here. Go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> if you got anything else, I gladly I, take it. I don't. You got it. You got it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm glad we got this time in this post-apocalyptic Barbie land where the Kens rule and now the women are drones. Uh, I feel this was a lot of fun. Uh there goes our president serving beer. Uh, Issa Rae's Barbie. Uh, it's just fun. It's just a lot of fun having here. And uh, I feel there's some truth to it as far as, I don't know, exposure, men exposing other men to their habits and traits that, you know, or this there. I think there's this idea of what it means to be masculine. Mm. and whatnot i think there's a little bit of that in this film too and it's mm -hmm. fun to explore through ryan and again i think uh i don't know if we talked about ryan gosling much also does a fantastic job as just this guy who just wants to be seen and he uh and the one person he wants to be seen by does not see him and so he just wants to feel this sense of i don't know purpose this sense of like do not yeah. don't take valued. me for granted yeah i want to be valued yes. i want you to see me for what i'm worth and that hasn't happened and i think i found something that would make me feel good and make my other kens feel good unfortunately that thing happens to be something very toxic but you know i think that happens you know in a, in a lot of different circumstances, like you said, but it, it boils down to like Barbie wants purpose and meaning and Ken wants to be valued and seen. Um, and, and sometimes it doesn't align. And, you know, there I think there's a commentary on relationships, too, as far mm -hmm. as, you know, you know, communication is really key here, you know, and uh I think that's explored very well through this kingdom, the kingdom. Uh, I guess that's this part of the film. The kingdom is a lot of fun. Uh, I I like also too conceptually how what goes on in Barbie Land slash kingdom affects the real world. Th these Ken Dojo Casa houses are selling through the roof. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think I, I think it's just genius to kind of just explore this idea that I don't know. Boys weren't. I mean, I wasn't playing with Ken dolls. Uh, shout out to anybody who was. But God forbid if, if people said Ken dolls were cool or I'm I don't know. Dr. Ken, 
Uh, did you play with Ken Dolls? Um, I didn't play with Ken Dolls specifically, but I uh, Max Steel, if you want to call that a, Ken a doll, doll is a doll. You're a doll right. is a doll. I had a Max Steel doll. Uh, and I, I'm sure if you paint it a certain way and, you know, take off the gizmos and gadgets, it's, it's literally Ken's plastic body. Um, so yes, I guess Max steals. That was my action Ken. figures are dolls. Action figures are dolls. If they made, I don't know, Spider-Man by Barbie, I would have my hands all over that. Oh, do you want to buy a Spider-Man by Barbie? Like, uh- with the same uh, opposable limbs that yeah does it actually shoot webs it doesn't actually shoot webs Uh, no i don't want it i don't want it i can't do anything i can't put i can't throw it across the room i i I just i think there's this 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 underlying kind of rule placed on men and our boys and placed on girls as far as what's acceptable to be played with and whatnot and then you know it's whatever it's i think this film is it's it's not purposefully trying to explore that territory but it's fun to think about as far as you know if 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 the world said ken dolls were cool uh, there'd be a lot more boys playing with ken dolls you know i mean i'm speculating i don't know i don't actually know it's very likely a lot of people want that external validation you you know you want to be uh, accepted by your peers, so yeah, Ken was cool. I imagine more, yeah, more people would be uh, would be playing with Ken dolls. Not Alan, though, of course, not Alan. No, Alan is catching strays too. Yes, poor, he's, poor Alan. He's doing his best. Um, we get um, Barbie has another meltdown slash existential crisis. You know, it's no longer Barbie's dream house. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Throws all her clothes to the floor, to the streets. Uh, actually, yeah, pretty much leaves her for the streets. Uh, she's imperfect now. Uh, we get this commentary on, you know, perfectionism and, you know, the demands of being a woman. And now we're at that quintessential scene, Dr. Ken, with America Ferrera and how she blatantly, you know, expressed what it means to be a woman. Now, Dr. Uh, Dr. Barbie, I'm going to ask you. So our mm-hmm. theater, they applauded at the mm-hmm. end of her speech. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a deserved applause. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was great. I don't know. Uh, I don't. America Ferreira, I feel, is often slept on. Again, that's why she'd well, break she out for me. Is. No, she absolutely yeah. She's incredibly talented. Um, you know, we literally read her accolades. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Not that long ago. Uh so yeah, she just um, hasn't always. I think she's been very successful in television. So I'm so glad that um, we got we get to see in her big mainstream movie. So I love the scene. Frankly, it reminded me a lot of. So there was a scene in Little Women between uh, Saoirse Ronan's character um, and Laura Dern's character in The Attic, and. Um, this particular scene, at least America Ferrera, reminded me of that scene where there is just, there's this monologue of um, like just what it means to be a woman and the experiences and the contradictions and what you're you're trying to hold um, as you navigate your relationships, uh, both like with yourself and with other people and 
um, the like frustrations that come with with having to hold things that don't fit together um, consistently. And so it, it felt it, it just reminded me a lot of that scene with, with Sersha too, of just describing um, loneliness uh, and the desire for independence, but like also just wanting to be loved. And so I appreciate that that Greta continuously comes back to this like like this experience of like you're not just one thing that a lot is happening that people are nuanced um, and I really really liked the scene so no one applauded in my theater but uh, I was internally applauding we we had a very lively theater uh, I liked the theater I did too unlike uh, Mission Impossible uh correct dead reckoning <laughs> absolutely uh if you can't tell people at home we are wearing pink uh yeah you can't really tell from my from i don't think you can this you is can pink. barely this tell from mine this is pink as well i'm in pajamas but i did pink. have That's i did cool. have like pink earrings you had pink earrings okay <laughs> um that's enough you no 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 i think in in trolls people showed up in pink right uh, i honestly I think this movie's on record for having one of the best openings of this year. I was shocked with how many people were actually showing up for Barbie. I mean, I I knew it was going to do well. I just, you know, seeing like, I, I guess it's one. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. One thing to see like a theater packed and then visually you can actually see, oh, they're clearly here for this movie. There's no ambiguity. You know, not everyone has a Spider-Man shirt when they go see Across the Spider-Verse. You can dig in your closet and find something pink to go see the Barbie movie. And literally almost everyone there was wearing pink. We, um, we had some people dressed up as Ken as well. Some people oh, like the Ken, Cowboy Ken at the bar. Cowboy Ken, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and Cowboy Ken actually got a shout out. Like, he shouted out. So I love when my interests cross because I don't know if people saw on social media that the outfit that Cowboy Ken wears, so like the black shirt with the fringes, was the same outfit that Jim and BTS wore in the Permission to Dance music video. And he made a shout out to that on the internet. So I just, you know, want to throw that out there for my own oh. personal investment in that. So, this I did <laughs> not know. Yes, I do love and that now outfit. You do. And now you know. Yes, absolutely. All right. That, thank you. Um, B, a BTS fame, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. You hear that, folks listening? Jin was being represented here. Jimin. Jin. It is Jimin. Jimin. Sorry, Jimin. Jimin. Yes. Very Jimin. nice. Okay, I did not know that. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about Jim and where, where, where were we talking about before? Um, <laughs> we we just oh, oh, the theater showing up for pain. Theater yes, the showing, showing up, right, right. Yeah, uh, there were some people yeah. in black in solidarity for <laughs> Oppenheimer. <laughs> yes, they. The line in the sand was drawn for the Barbenheimer weekend. Uh, 
I think they were just dressed in black. I was just joking when I said it was way. No, no, they were all dressed in black. It was way too much of a coincidence. There's no as, way. As they stood outside of Oppenheimer, uh, <laughs> it, it was the contrast was funny to see. Uh, probably a speck of black in a in a wave of pink. Um, let's talk about uh, uh, the we're getting more in the falling action now. Uh, we have the Barbies need to deprogram themselves with the help of weird uh, Barbie. Played by Kate McKinnon, who again is ex- I think is excellently used here. Her kookiness, her weirdness, yes, very funny. Uh, uh, the scenes involving breaking the Barbies out of their little trance, very well done. Uh, I okay, I, okay. Uh, I I will sh- share how I relate. Okay, so you know they had oh. one of the Kens played by Kingsley Benadir. Who will be playing Bob Marley uh, in the Bob Marley movie? And he is currently in Secret Evasion on oh. uh, what you call it. I thought this was so funny. The, the, the Ken who explains The Godfather while The Godfather <laughs> is playing. That is me. That is where I saw myself. That was um, really, I, I did laugh out. I'm pretty sure it was the loudest laugher in my laugher, laugh, laughter. Left tee, left tee, left tee. Thank you. Yes, it's late. Um, in my theater, I, I made I that did, up. That's fine. I'm, I'm going with it. Um, because I did laugh a lot of. Did. Did did y'all see yourselves in anybody at any point in that sequence? America Ferrera. Okay. Oh, you were America Ferrera. Yes. Spouting that wisdom. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. Uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Ken, uh, I, I I guess. Uh, Are you the I Photoshop? <laughs> Which one? Oh. The Photoshop. <laughs> yes. This is a, the reason why you can't. Ha- the reason why you can't drag the image is because you got to go under the layer and make it. <laughs> oh, Photoshop was- Ken. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. That was clever. That and then oh 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 okay. America Ferrera explaining to the women to get them out of it. Okay, now okay. Yes, I see that and I see the Photoshop. Oh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, fun. Um, Barbie stepping up and playing Ken for the tool that he was being. Uh, approaching him about finally what is the long distance unacquainted girlfriend the the long term distant non-committed something like that that's important (laughs) they should have said problematic that's what they should have called it um (laughs) that's just a disaster a situation ship that's what it felt like um (laughs) finally said she's ready he said give me one moment go ahead take it one of y'all can take it Oh what? What he what he said when he had a have a moment for Oh uh, sublime? Uh, sublime Sublime <laughs> <laughs> I I feel there is so much truth to that right there. Uh, wait, did we talk about the musical number? 
we we're, we're almost there we're almost okay, there it's okay, coming right, right now because okay. this this was the catalyst was that Dan mm -hmm. now is singing matchbox 20 at the fire and you know barbie takes out her phone god they nailed it put your damn phone away barbie god <sighs> i took that personally I, I really about did. to ask has that happened to you before oh absolutely <laughs> Absolutely, can't stand it. I felt for Ken. I really did. I really, I was rooting for Barbie, but I felt for Ken. So I get it. I like Matchbox Twenty. I don't know if that would have been my song of choice. He sang it for four hours, staring into her eyes the whole time. Yeah, she was locked in. Don't know if I would have gone with that approach, but the fact that all the kids were doing it, it's a, it's a freaking tool shed, freaking tool shed. That's what uh, it is. Pits the kids against the, one another. The kids are going to go to war. While the kids go to war, the Barbies are going to vote to have Barbie land back. Absolutely. And what we get here. <laughs> I don't even know if words can describe it. It was just pure bliss. Uh, which I'm waiting for the soundtrack to. It's probably out now, the soundtrack. The Ken song, which I think is it's now it's called the Ken song, I I, I think. Um, Actually, you're right. It should be. Let me check Spotify while you Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's out. Um what just what 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 the hell happened here? Uh <laughs> The it Kens. started off as a as a battle, an all-out fight, uh, with the Kens. Ken versus Ken. It was San, uh, what Simulus Ken Army versus Simulus uh, Ryan Gosling's Ken Army, and it was just shenanigans, you know, like little spears and bow and <laughs> arrows. <laughs> the suction cup bow and arrows. The suction cup bow and arrows, um, and then it just slowly like divulges into like a dance number <laughs> uh and it was an intricate dance number oh uh, this was fantastic uh well what was it <laughs> the fiance hands i would describe them as but then the oh, the jazz right. fingers go out um right <laughs> right we get a, like a, a a costume change situation mm -hmm. um that occurs in the middle of the number, which you know, I do appreciate. You know, I love a collective. How do we all know the choreography moment? And that was present as well. <laughs> you know, where everyone just all of a sudden knows the eight count. It's great. Uh, I, I just feel this movie must have been so much fun to make. I, uh, I imagine so. It had to be. Yeah, they're just having a great time. And I'm like, I'm waiting for TikTok. People are going to recreate this dance for sure uh, and do like little flash mobs all in black doing this little dance, the Ken dance. And goodness, it's just fun. And the whole time I'm like, what are we doing watching this? Where's Barbie? Is it that easy? The Ken's, the Ken's get into this yeah, dreamlike like sequence? She got like thrown into the background for a good while. It was like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> This um, this song lasted about like four minutes. Yeah, easily. 
easily. But I was with it. I'm here for it. I was like, okay, I, 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 we should be focusing on Barbie, but this is fun. This is so much fun. I they loved did, it. They did yeah. the damn thing. And shoot, from there, I feel the film wraps up with a nice little bow. Uh, the Barbies went unanimously, unanimous, unanimously. No, I said oh, that wrong. Unanimously, unanimously. Unanimously, there it is. There it is. Mm, unanimously. Yeah. Sorry. Teamwork. Thank That's you. Right. Unanimously, unopposed, and they vote for Barbie Land back. The women are back in power. Period. Uh, yep. The kingdom is done. Period. We have, and then, but we do have this nice moment between Barbie and Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall we talk about that yeah yeah i think y'all it is okay to have platonic relationships and sometimes people don't feel the same way romantically mm. about you um or you feel about them whatever the, the situation may be and i think it's important to be honest about that and i really appreciate that they kind of subverted what potential expectations would be of like because it is it's true we hear barbie and ken and and i really like that they broke down um kind of that as like it's barbie and it's ken that we are two separate people that live our lives and have our interests and we don't have to be bound by what people expect out of our relationship so i, I thought it was you know really a really lovely um shift and what could have been um between the two of them it, it was it was nice too because will ferrell the ceo comes back and and says you know what's her happy and they ask what's her happy mm, yeah um, yeah go ahead it's it's barbie and ken her true love and uh ariana greenblatt that's not her ending uh i like that I think if this Barbie movie is made 20 years ago, Barbie ends up with Ken. Absolutely. Hell, uh, 10 years ago. 10, sure. 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm glad it was made now <laughs> and it didn't end in such a generic fashion. Um, no, it was great. I, I, I love that ending a lot better than what it could have been. Amy Schumer could never. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> I am done. <laughs> It's so, uh, I, oh, sorry, God. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say note to self. Fat Albert and Amy Schumer are on the target board <laughs> as far as who we're trying to take aim at. Y'all take a lot of aims. Um, what was the other one? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky, <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. I am sure I am missing some others. We'll leave them alone. Uh, you uh, even you were slightly shady with life size. Uh, <laughs> life size can get it too. Yeah, uh, leave life size alone. <laughs> Hell no! Shine it bright, shine so far, that my this ass. movie could soar. Where you live, where you are, be a star, my ass. No, Eva's not great. No. Okay. Wow. Uh, I also appreciate the 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 actual ending that they did give Barbie in terms of um, we, we get this scene with um, who we learn is the kind of the representation of the creator of Barbie, where there's some really beautiful dialogue about like I about wanting to be the one who creates meaning um, and not the one that is made. 
um, and ultimately leading to, to Barbie deciding, like, I think I want to be human. I kind of want to experience life. Um, I don't want life to, to kind of, yeah, I, I want to be a part of, of having um, freedom and choice and to, you know, make mistakes and, and experience change and grow old and die, you know, whatever, all the, the things that are part of life that, you know, something I was thinking about as I was watching the movie is like how much, and there was a scene that reminded me of that too, that I, was, I thought was really beautiful. That was it like a bus stop where Barbie is sitting with an older woman. Oh, yes. She just tells her, you know, you're beautiful. And I think something that it reminds me of uh, is that it it's a, it's something really special to grow old. I don't think sometimes we think of it that way, but like so many folks don't get that opportunity to to live a long life in which they get to experience so much of that life and what comes with that. And I think Barbie ultimately makes that decision about something that she wants. Um, and I thought that was uh, another really cool element that was added to, to her story um, from where we see her, where it is this like I'm replicating every single day. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And this is great. You know, this is the best day ever. And ultimately, um, I, that shifts for her by the end of the film. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. I, I think the shift was well earned by the end of the film. Uh, I think uh, at one point, Issa, Issa's character, Issa's Barbie said it too. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, Will Ferrell mentioned, let's uh, go back to how things were before. We can make your world like this never happened and she says you know it's okay to change it's all right <laughs> if we don't go back to what we were before they have all grown from that situation uh very real world element was added to their fantasy and therefore it's hard for them to kind of just oh never happened no it's good to adapt to change and again yes i think every ounce of that was earned through barbie's journey uh and then that ending too even after her little uh very come to god type of moment uh with the creator uh ruth handler uh one i, I was like oh boy oh boy uh this is this this is this is what it looks like to talk to god this is her talking to god um again again i i, I compare it to toy story this is what yeah, this is toy story this is what would happen if Andy talked to Woody. This is what it would be. You could be whatever you want, Woody. You don't need my permission to go out into the real world. There it is. That's it. <laughs> I like that. It it works. And then the final ending with goodness gracious, <laughs> I thought Barbie was about to apply for a job at Mattel. That was, really funny. That was hilarious. That's um, so funny. I don't should we spoil it for our listeners? I mean again, I hope hopefully everybody watched the movie if you're listening. We've spoiled a lot if you haven't <laughs> at this <sighs> point. Yeah, just but, go ahead. 
Uh, <laughs> well, earlier in the film, you know, they mentioned that they don't have genitals, but I guess Barbie making the, you know, commitment to be human. She went and saw her gynecologist. Period. Take care of your health, everyone. Love that. <laughs> Love that. I am uh, curious. Uh, I know something that each of us had, had kind of alluded to is you know, that we had our own critiques. Uh, there are parts of maybe the movie that didn't work as well or uh, I'm curious about what those were I, I think uh, Dr. Ken had already alluded to um, some things that like, as far as like subtleties and, and things that he prefers in his movies I'm curious are there other things that y'all wish were maybe a little bit different or maybe didn't completely work uh, in, in a way that connected to you Um, again very few if I were, were to really critique this film uh Again, it's very minor. I think um, at, at some points it felt like they were juggling, trying to make sure America and Ariana were part of the story um, at times. Just it, it, it's not like it was blasphemous. It wasn't terrible. Just at times, uh, you know, we were going between like three story arcs. We were with Will Ferrell and the CEO team. Ariana and her crew, Barbie, and then Ken. And, you know, I like it a lot of times where it's just we're just moving along with either one character and then we introduce characters into their stories and then we keep continue to move along. Not too maybe maybe I'm spoiled, but I don't I'm not always a fan of going back and forth. So if that's a pacing issue, you could put it under that umbrella. Uh, I think that that's honestly probably it for me. Mm. I think not all the jokes hit. I'll say that. That's okay. Are you sure? Great. You were laughing at everything. I was not laughing at everything. Everything. I thought, to, I thought to myself, I said, hmm, hmm, am I laughing too hard? Was it that funny? Um, so, in other words, the times that you were just crying in laughter, it was just, oh, man, am I forcing this? No, there were times, there were times where they got me. There were other times where I was like, eh. They could have let that one go. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think there were times uh, kind of throughout that I was like, oh, no. Like, we, we mentioned, you know, for, for those of you, uh, because we did not press record yet, uh, we were making jokes about, like, Duolingo. But do my own Duolingo. And there was a, a Duolingo joke in the movie. And so there are things that, you know, I, I definitely uh, found funnier than others. Um, so I agree. I think some of the jokes hit, some didn't. Um and frankly, I, I I also agree in terms of um, some of the pacing and, and some of the structure, I'll be honest. Um, Will Ferrell, I really liked the first scene as far as like we get introduced to the fact that he is CEO and that there is like this boardroom full of men and, you know, there, there's the box and then the chase. I would have been okay if he was... I did not see this, the executives again after that. Fair like, enough. I I think I was invested in other characters. I really liked just that scene, you know, the ridiculousness of, of them crawling over, you know, the cubicles and, you know, the, the key card. But when I saw them after that, I was like, oh, this is taking time away from some of the other characters I have some more investment in. And so I think, you know, I agree in terms of like, what are, what are we kind of juggling and using our time for? Uh, because I did like America First character, and um, and so I I did like spending time with her. But then I, I really liked kind of 
stuff that was happening in Barbie land. And so I will say there, there were some things that I feel like um, it just wasn't as invested in, which was probably some of those been jokes that didn't land as much for me uh, and things that didn't feel as funny. Cause I was like, oh, I, I like some of these other people or other characters. I, I want to spend more time with the Barbies or the Kens. Um, and I, I think that's to uh, uh, Dr. Ken's point a little earlier. Like I am so glad that they spent quite a big chunk of time in Barbie land because that's what I was most like, that's what I cared about the most. Um, so I, I think there were a few little pacing things and, um, you know, some jokes, just like most comedies, there are going to be things I find funnier than, than others. Uh, so those are the things that I, I can think of that really stand out for me. Dr. Ken. Oh, things that I didn't like. Yes. Um, I mean, kind of just what I said earlier, uh, you know, some of the some of the more uh obvious messages like you know they're trying to really beat it into you uh there was really only one scene and like i mentioned it's 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 the scene with the the mother and um and barbie uh i i i i would prefer a scene like that be like you know layered like an onion with some uh subtext in there th throughout the movie even though it already was um but uh yeah some some jokes didn't land uh and that was okay because the ones that did land they landed uh they, they stuck the landing um uh yeah and i guess the the subplot with like the mother daughter thing it it, it was kind of there but then it it fizzled away it, i thought that's kind of like what we were like i guess climaxing towards uh when mm. you know barbie was supposed to go to the real world and i thought it was going to be like the a whole spiel about you know the the mother and daughter uh rekindling their relationship again uh which they did but it wasn't really a driving force uh of the movie which i'm okay with but at the same time it's like well what was the point <laughs> exactly why was it here um so that was kind of eh. but i mean whatever complaints i have about the movie they, they're really minor in the mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things i this movie was fun uh i i did not think i would be going to a barbie movie and walking <laughs> out <laughs> thinking oh, damn that, that was a great movie that was really good uh but here i am here i am yes <laughs> here you are it was it was great it was fantastic i i liked it a lot yeah, um, i i think Oh, go ahead, go oh, ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think what's so cool uh, about at least the summer thus far, I know, I think there's a couple more movies that are on the horizon, but that we, we've gotten kind of a variety uh, of, like, you know, Oppenheimer is also coming out this weekend, along with Barbie. We got Mission Impossible last week, you know, for folks that are more invested in maybe some action. And, um, you know, there have been some smaller films released throughout kind of the summer, too. I, I saw Asteroid City and yeah, it, we had spider-verse so i think it, it's been a really fun summer of movies compared to like mm. uh, i can't recall which podcast it was um i don't know if it was something that uh, y'all mentioned or somebody said something about how like dry <laughs> last summer was that there wasn't really a lot and so i think we we've just had a a lot of like rich films of different types this summer and that's been really fun yeah, a nice variety. This this is the kind of film I welcome at this point in the summer. Uh, you know, June was kind of uh well, late May to 
uh, mid-June. It was back to back to back. And then, you know, it was kind of, you know, go to the movies, go catch Asteroid City. Uh, the one, the other one that I'm supposed to watch where the people fall in love since uh, like childhood. Oh, Past Lives. Past oh. Lives, Past Lives. Go watch Past Lives. Uh, and, you know, uh, oh, people like skipped out on Elementals and whatnot. And then this film, I think, brought a lot of people back. They said, just come enjoy this silly movie about Barbie and walk away with that silliness, we promise. But also with, uh, you know, just this very nice little through line about, you know, you know, I don't know. Just women are strong. We love women. Okay. And men can be fragile and that's all right. You know, it, it's still a fun movie. Have fun dancing with Ken. Have fun watching Barbie. Uh, feel what it's like to be flat-footed. It's fun. This is a fun movie. Um, does it, do y'all have a favorite sequence? Like favorite moment of the movie? That I'll go first. Dance number in the beginning. The oh, the, the first flat. one. Okay, first me one. too. I, I me like too. the first one. Done. I was easy. I, I was in it. I was really in it. I I kind of didn't want it to end <laughs> by the time mm. it ended, but yeah, that was mine. That was mine. I, I wish they would have closed on that one. I wish everything would have been nice, and they did one more nice uh, dance number for the credits. I would have loved that, <laughs> but that's not the movie they gave us. Yeah, I did like. Um, I just liked being introduced to like the land and seeing what her day is the lizzo song kind of narrating it basically uh, i really loved that i also loved the uh when the clothes are being thrown out of the house that like there is this pause oh um, yeah I like because that. the costuming is so fabulous i love oh. movies. i love movies with good set pieces oh i better get nominated please and nominate this movie costuming like it, it looks so good it, it, and every single it's all the characters too because even like america Ferrera and and her character had some really fun clothes and each of the barbies having their own different you know style so i i really appreciate it kind of being able to see that too uh, but yeah musical numbers um certainly stand out but just being able to be in the land the world like that was really really fun for me i want them to bring us back to this land somehow uh, barbie too i mean mind you all we have to do is uh take a car take a spaceship take mm -hmm. a a boat boat uh, rollerblades rollerblades uh the camper the camper yeah the camper the random camper where they're not actually like progressing they're just hanging clothes on a line that's okay uh take us back Take us back, Barbie. What a fun movie. Um, I think that's it from us. Yes? Here at the Yonko yes. table? All right, cool. Uh, if you haven't seen the Barbie movie, do what you will. We can't necessarily say go watch it, but hey, this is our review. So if you enjoyed what we heard or what we said, you know, thank you for the support from all your various podcast listening stations, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, support we receive on all social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
TikTok, uh, Dr. Ken's support on Twitch. And again, if you have anything you'd like to say about the Barbie movie to discuss with us, please join the link below and join our Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but the Barbie movie, it's out. Do yourself a favor. And that's all I'll say. That favor could be whatever it wants to be. All right, how shall we end this thing? Barbie movie. Oh, no. Um, imagine we should I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, that's Barbie a good one. Were. That's a good one. I don't know the updated version that played over the credits, but. Oh, no. I, I know what I'm going to say. What are you going to say? Time for Oppenheimer now. <laughs> Get out of the box, you Jezebel. <laughs> Everybody, everyone is Kenuff. You're Kenuff. <laughs> you oh, Cisse Puede. Did anybody, did you catch that? I did see that. Yeah. I, did catch uh, that. I got it, it too. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I did. Him I and Rose the Crafter had no idea. I'm part of the club. Get out. <laughs>